Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Comment the Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And today we are doing a kind of um uh uh mm, how do I say this? We're doing a portion of what me and Marin like to call brain rot fodder. Brain rot <laughs> fodder. Fodder is like what you feed kettles, but brain rot fodder is basically low key, low risk very cliche plotted dramas where you can just turn off your brain and just let the cliches run over you um they feed the procrastination and soothe the soul and so today we're going to be talking about japanese dramas and how they are brain rot fodder material and yet <laughs> there's this weird this is weird um phenomenon i like to call the japanese dramas and their position in the asian drama world and for people of asian drama consumers so that's what we're going to talk about today remember to drink your water wear your sunscreen and a mask there's a new variant that just hit the news bitch so um we're still in the middle of a plague uh anyway marin um you want to give us a little history of like if you started j dramas how did you get introduced to japanese mm. media culture I would say that when it comes to Japanese media, my, what is it called? My introduction to it or my, the amount of time I spend in it is very, very limited. It's pretty much just, um, just Japanese drama, the occasional anime, and then sometimes manga, and then that's it. Um, especially we're, we're talking about Japanese dramas today. And I think I've watched maybe 10 or less. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm at, let's see. I got 16 on my mm-hmm. over 300 something odd list of various Asian <laughs> dramas See, there's, and movies. There's um there's six but I I have Im- images of my mind of other ones I just don't know what their names are. So I know it has to right, be at least right, 10. Right, right, right. Yeah, I probably have some random BL ones that I haven't seen but I my friends were definitely the art kids. They were the anime kids. So they were always into anime and manga. And I tried to get into anime and manga. I liked reading manga more than watching anime. Um, but I was a huge BL lover in high school, and so we would just watch, you know, like F um F F M Vs of like BLs and like small little mini dramas of where they would turn into uh into uh real life stories. And I think that the the, the Takami-kun series was one of the first Japanese dramas I've watched. It's a movie. It's an hour and 21 minutes long. It's based off of BL. <laughs> but I, I watched this entire series and it screams 2010. God, it screams 2010. Um, but I was really into that. I never really got into anime. I'll watch. I was, well, the animes I did watch were like really like old ones that you could find on Netflix. Like Orion High School Host Club and... Mm-hmm. Um, Full Metal Alchemist, and um, I think I watched some of Soul Eater and things like that, but I've never gotten to... It's not my main... We're not the anime girlies. Our anime girlies just released the episode, so you can go listen to that, but I'm a drama person, and so, like, I tried to get into Japanese dramas. I didn't like because I didn't... I don't really watch most of them because they're, like, too short. It's like, I just got into the story. You gotta give me a little more. Y'all know I'm I'm a historical drama girly, so I can watch 70 episodes of a good writing. Um, but I feel like Japanese dramas are so short. Um, and see, that one's for me. If I'm, here yes. for, if I'm here for the basic level of rom-com, I'm here for one thing, then yeah. yeah. Uh, seven 24-minute yeah, yeah. episodes, perfect. 
<laughs> yeah, but also like even their crime shows are only like ten episodes, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know. If my brain is prepared for that, and I know besides the romance drama, there's a huge like very like action packed like Alice in Borderland and crime shows. The the something brothers, the Orakun Orakun brothers, or something like that. And I also love um. Uh, Ronio Kinchin, which is like one of my favorite movies, and it's a Japanese movie, like which is based off. I'm pretty sure it's like uh, an anime or manga or something like that. So I really like it. But you know, as somebody who is a brain rot expert, <laughs> who will watch like I have, I have my formulas down to a T of all of like the rom com tropes that I love to watch: marriage contract, fake dating, you know, cut. Co-ha- um, cohabitating all of that good stuff and so but i've but if you if you've been in the asian drama scene for a while there is one thing that is not going to change and that is the aesthetic <laughs> of a motherfucking japanese drama bitch can we just like i don't oh god i'm even forgetting about like playful kiss i don't think i ever watched the japanese version of the playful kiss um, i did i did watch that one i do not i, I barely remember that one though that's so funny. I've watched the Korean, the Taiwanese, and the uh, and the Thailand one. I haven't watched the original Japanese one because after I got through the Thailand one, I was like, "Why did I expect this plot to be different?" <laughs> Same. Like, well, I-, I think I watched three of them, and then I was gonna watch some other. I don't know which country it was, and then I was like, "This plot line is gonna be exactly the same. It's still it is. <laughs> it's still giving very heavy misogyny and Thai women. <laughs> like I don't know why I thought it was gonna change." Um, but yeah, so I lately, well, as of recently, me at Marin's gotten to her little Japanese brain rot fodder kick. I was on one, um, a couple of weeks ago, but we both watched this series. Uh, we both watched this series, we'll talk about it in a second. But the aesthetic of Japanese dramas, we actually went and looked this up, but like. I don't understand. <laughs> like, for those of you who are into Japanese dramas, please hit us up on Twitter and TikTok and explain to me why everybody is still giving Super Junior because I can't stop thinking about you, girl. Why is all of the haircuts still giving TVXQ first album like SS501, Shinwa? <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand it. And it's like, and it takes me out of the drama so bad, which is why I can't watch a lot of old dramas, period. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. God, that hairstyle is awful. <laughs> I'd be so distracted. God, that, like, forget the early 2000s clothing. Why does their hair look like that? Why is it like... I think that a lot of these male leads in these Japanese dramas are very cute. But the hair what? really oh, just throws me off. Like and I call okay. it- I call it the corporate hairstyle because it's usually oh, all the men in suits, and I just don't understand. And I and I know like regular everyday folks in Japan might have similar haircuts, but I don't think it's ever. This is a drama. I came to look at pretty faces. Let me see the motherfucking pretty faces. Exhibit because then a. there'll be the dramas where they don't do it, and they do it on the really fine men. They won't give the oh. haircuts to the really fine men. So I'm like, y'all know. <laughs> You know what what the T is. Let me exhibit a Shanghai marriage. Um, Shanghai marriage, honey, is probably one of the most popular Japanese dramas that I released over the past two years. It's um marriage contract. It's grown. It's giving. The male lead is so fine. The first scene in this first episode is them at their wedding, and his hair is off his forehead, and he's got like light 
brown eyes and i'm sitting here like damn bitch i would sign the contract too if he just you just met this man it's giving it's giving wattpad it's giving al3 it's giving true crime but damn that man is fine the rest of the series his bangs are covering half of his face when i tell you i was upset i said why would you ever do that (laughs) and it's not like this drama came out 2008 2010 because not only is his hair covering half his face the clothes are oversized none of them fit nothing's tailored i'm gonna look at this man's let me look at this man's uh, uh, biography. This man has been acting since Jesus fucking Christ. It's 2013, and he can't get a tailored suit? I'm not asking it to be Javachi or um, Gucci. I just need it to not look like he's wearing his dad's motherfucking suit. <laughs> but, and here we are, again. And his character in this drama is, like, kind of suave. He's very flirty and, like you know kind of playing around with this girl like but in love and so he's supposed to be charismatic but the motherfucker can't find a suit that fit he can't pull his hair off his fucking forehead no listen you're asking for too much Mm -mm. (laughs) and he's an i he's a former idol member from a band you are out of your minds tell her out of your minds (laughs) I don't understand, especially when Tokyo is one of the fashion capitals of the world. So I'm not, I'm not even asking for everybody to be bust down and like sponsored clothing and shit that's gonna sell off the racks. I would just like it to look like y'all aren't, we aren't all in middle school, <laughs> Backstreet Boys. You know, like I would just like the fashion to just be raised to like 2000 and. 15 at the very least like it in the women are usually dressed also like very plainly which is fine because they're supposed to be regular people but like at the same time i i don't know why it's giving boho chic 2006 (laughs) because you're not wrong i would like like if they're if if they're not dressing up at work fine i can understand like um but when they're at home, casually going out, hanging out with friends, I, I just would like the fashion looks to step up a little bit, you know? Just a little. And you, you could call us spoiled for being, you know, mostly K-drama girlies or Chinese drama girlies. It's not even the K-drama girlies for me. For me, it's the, the Chinese dramas. These people be stepping <laughs> out in these scenes. I was When I was watching my little Chinese drama, I was like, all these people got different looks the going fits. on right now. The the aesthetics were dedicated and it's not like these actors don't have dedicated teams so i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> like i get it we're all corporate we're all regular people we're just cogs in the machine of capitalism but this is a drama bitch and so Marion, you said you looked up some of the stuff as people gave some potential reasons as why yeah, some of them were like um there's no desire to I guess like expand to the West or whatever. So it's like it's not like K dramas. Like K dramas to an extent, you know, appeal. I think mm-hmm. to the West sometimes. Um, but when it comes to Japanese dramas, it's truly like just for the Japanese public. And so mm-hmm. there's that. Um, some people said that just the way the industry runs in Jap in, in Japan is very different. So that's the reason why as well. Um, there's literally a comment on here because we were talking earlier about like the quality of them as well and mm-hmm. they were like um 
they have no desire to go f- more than just domestically when it comes to but, their shows. But even then, like when you're supposed to look at media, I should be able to clock what century this is, <laughs> what decade we're in. For me to be able to watch a drama that came out, I don't know, a few months ago and be like, bitch, was this released seven years later? Like, I don't, I don't, I know Japan don't give two motherfucking fucks <laughs> about the rest of the world. They have made that very clear in their long imperialist history. They don't give a shit. And so, but I think saying that. I also feel like there's people who are really like it's Japan. It's like, well, Japan doesn't care, so they don't have to. It's like if you, I don't, I, I feel like as everybody wants their industry to do better and like continue to grow and shit like that. I don't yeah. think your industry is going to continue to grow if everybody's looking like motherfucking um, two p.m. during again and again. Like, yeah, like, most like, like I, I wish I could find an article where somebody really explains it because okay, cool. Yes, like you're not expanding to the west you don't have like that's you don't have to make it seem just because you're expanding to the west doesn't mean it has to get better the people there like the japanese people don't want yes better quality like television like better quality shows like exactly i don't that's give what a shit uses me that's what yeah you're telling me that because it's mediocre it's for the domestic audience which also means you're you're putting anything that's above mediocre is mm-hmm. for Western consumption, which is rid- ridiculous. And then, That's like, still very younger... looking at it with a Western eye. Exactly. So. <laughs> and it's like, what about the younger generation? I'm assuming these shows are watched by the younger generation. The younger generation has a unique sense of styles. They don't want to yes. see that on TV. Like, that like, was, I Yeah, that was... a reflection of yourself. Yeah. Like, also, I know that there's this kind of, there's this big, I've noticed, in, especially in South Korean media, I don't know how it is in Japan, but there's a huge... Because most of the people who are running broadcast stations or making shows are born between, like, the 80s and the 90s, a lot of the nostalgia is from the 80s and the 90s. Okay. But I don't think... The only thing that made sense out of everything I um, read was they don't get a lot of budget. If you don't get a lot of budget, okay. Then everything starts making sense. But also... As somebody who watched Taiwanese dramas, and they be wearing the same outfits every other five episodes, <laughs> bitch. At least it looks like it was made in the year it was released. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's not even just the clothes or the budget. Like even like film color, film how it's shot feels so very much seven years. It feels dated, and yeah. I don't, I don't. It was, I'm wondering if it's because the original material was written that year, so they're trying to stick to that. Mm. And so they're like, because this was written in like 2012, we're also going to stick with the 2012 aesthetic, Maybe. which is very weird to me. It's just, I feel like there's a a need or a, there should, a push should be happening in Japanese live action because like, I, I really, I feel like it's a deterrent to the, 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 the project itself to not film it with, like, a higher quality camera. Even if you can't get a higher quality camera, yeah. higher, like, when you color, post-editing, a lot of stuff, like, your final project during post-editing, maybe there shouldn't be a light brown filter on everything that makes it feel like I'm watching a 2003 music video. <laughs> so, with that being said, we wanted to highlight some of the weirder or funner 
or you know for people who are trying to get into japanese dramas and finding it maybe hard to like find a place to start because everything feels kind of um, there's a very unique way in which uh, some rom- rom-com um japanese live action dramas are filled some of them like what the hell is the name of the show the one with the doctor and the nurse it's called oh. love lasts forever oh or an incurable case of love starring mm-hmm. my finest man who was in the uh the Rinchen the uh the Rinchen movies I think it's I I'm I know I'm pronouncing Kinchin movies uh his name is Sato Takeru uh very fine this very the mm-hmm. the choice <laughs> to emote as if this is an anime or as a cartoon was interesting mm-hmm. so let me just bring you to this this the the description is very giving you playful kiss part two (laughs) so sakura had met when they were older yes sakura nana says a 22 year old uh rookie nurse she met dr tindu kari several years ago and fell in love with him to meet him again she studied hard and became a nurse after five years she finally meets um, Tindo again but he has totally different personality from what she imagined Tindo who's 33 years old is commonly referred to as the devil as work he's level headed perfectionist and often makes biting remarks to doctors and nurses Sakura works hard to receive recognitions from Tindo and she often expresses her feelings honestly to him due to her persistence Sakura becomes well known at the hospital as she picks up the nickname of warrior chick meanwhile Tindo becomes a to sakura and when i tell you the first like five minutes of this episode they like literally put in like if you were watching a youtube video you know like the captions and like the <laughs> the cgi for like um somebody like screaming or yelling they do that for her and i'm like what in the what kind of <laughs> of course this is adopted from a manga series so it's like they took how they like emote for a manga series and place it in this drama and it's very weird when you first start watching it because i'm just sitting here like was that supposed to be funny is this supposed to be real (laughs) what's what's going on (laughs) what goes on and so it's this 10 episode one hour an episode drama it's a basic basic bitch (laughs) rom-com and and it's just i just remember it being i remember the emotions i remember her like just she was some of the times i'm like bitch stand up stand (laughs) up because she was so in love with this man and i'm like you really became a nurse wasn't she bad at being a nurse at first at first yeah yeah don't do that don't become a nurse for some man please (laughs) But, I mean, it's, like, it turns out to be, like, a cute, like, nonsensical, I don't have to use too much brain power to watch this show story. Yeah. But that was very interesting to me. And I just, and there's several other rom-coms who kind of have that kind of anime manga flair to it, Mm -hmm. which I thought is a very interesting cross-media cooperation, Mm -hmm. Um, which is very, very interesting to me. But the one we're gonna talk about in depth, <laughs> in dip dippity depth today, is called. Um, I always call it by this Twitter name, but it's called Only Just Married. <laughs> it's about twenty-seven-year-old um, Akika who vows to stay single, gets a proposal to enter into a fake marriage with a thirty-year-old um, Momose, 
who wants to get the status of married man for some reason through living together as a fake couple their relationship gradually changes 10 episodes an hour an episode i have not been this slightly this is really weird for brain fodder because i don't know if i can call it brain fodder because i was like a little too emotionally invested (laughs) you go in and the male lead got the nice haircut and you're like okay period the female lead is a designer and her clothes scream designer because let me tell you i would have had to fight if she was wearing some basic ass clothes and oh my god um what is it called like um She's a, a graphic designer. She's like yeah, a graphic designer and editors and shit. Exactly. I was like, she needs color in her outfit. She needs fashion, and she did have that. She had her own u- little unique style. Yes, and this drama was released in 2021, and you know, by God damn it, it looks like it was filmed and released in 2021. Come on, TBS. Come on now. And even the male, he—I don't even think he was always all in black. Even his style, mm-hmm. like when he was out of um, the uh, office, I was like, okay. Don't, don't okay. I have that image burned in my brain when he just—he's like, oh my gosh, he's my friend, and he wants to play video games. He has his cute little glasses and his brown shirt and his oh. white. Coat. This is, oh, this is giving. I was like, oh, this is so cute. He's so cute. It's giving. It's giving. Now let's get to the plot, bitch, because I didn't sign up for a fucking mock tongue. <laughs> a soap opera it's like you're like because they like you get to the show you're meeting this female character she's like i'm not getting married i want to open up my own design firm all boss bitch shit right she goes to lunch with a colleague or like somebody she knows i know she's at a restaurant <laughs> and she overhears a conversation and she's like she's one of those people who's like i'm gonna stay single but a rom-com somebody's life a little drama a little nosy we're here for it i akika i was like yes bitch yes and so she goes and she's listening and basically this woman pours water on this man's face she's like i can't believe you asked me that or something like that and i was just like so they made this weird experience and then they meet again for dinner and without pause this man asked her would you want to marry me and she's looking at him like bitch are you dumb <laughs> are you, you dumb opposed to somebody <laughs> right she's like are you dumb or are you stupid are you what is happening oh, well, well the answer was he's dumb and stupid so oh both both, <laughs> both of them. Ah, this made me rethink wanting to marry a himbo because <laughs> jesus christ oh it's, it's man, kind of strong oh oh for the strong do you hear me so then we find out that her grandmother has a heart attack and he goes to the hospital with them and does he lie first and be like yeah i'm akika's boyfriend and Mm -hmm. um then we find out that her uncle almost gets their grandmother shop taken away so she's in debt and needs money he's like listen i will give you this money to pay off this debt you be in this marriage contract for me for a year and at first she's like you're out of your motherfucking mind (laughs) but then she's like do this or give up my dreams or like other shit she's like okay 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 i'll do it but she wants to know first like why are you doing this why do you just want to be married she's like are you in love with somebody else he's like yes and they flash to a scene with this pretty woman and you're like oh who is she it's his motherfucking sister-in-law, y'all. I lost my jaw was on the floor. I said, I didn't sign up for this, but I'm already invested, so we gotta keep going. <laughs> we gotta keep going. 
And so you're just kind of watching her fall in love with this man. And this man just has this, like, really weird one-sided love for his sister-in-law because they were friends in high school. She was really nice to him. She showed him what friendship is. And honestly, I think it was he was confusing friendship with love. And he's like, I just want her to be happy. I can watch her from afar. I can watch her, you know, marry my brother and have his kids. But I'm okay with that. And I'm thinking, like, this man is not okay. This man is not well. <laughs> he needs therapy. And so you're kind of just watching him, like, you're watching her watching him kind of being this, like, very sad, one-sided love. And then they start getting closer. He's like, you're my friend. And he's so happy to have another friend. And I'm like, that's not what friendship is. <laughs> what you're feeling for this woman who's your fake wife is not friendship. That's love, babe. And he's just the dumbest. Dumbest. Stupid. <laughs> it's him. It's him when she's like, something. She says something about about him having sex. Something. And he's like, Oh, I don't I don't need to have feelings to do that. And then steps up to her and then and then when she asks him the next day, why did you do that? Like act like he was gonna kiss her, he's like, Hmm, I don't know why I was gonna do that. I, I should have known. I should have known back then that there were two brain cells yes. in this man's head. Only two. Cause then she finally gets with the nurse to confess. He's like, Oh my god, I like you too. And then we find out next episode, he's like, Yeah. She said she likes me as a friend. And I was like, I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream. She said, I love you. I could, maybe I could take it if she said, I like you. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Okay. The, that's what the subtitle said. But if you can, there's a, oh. here's also the thing because you watch it on Vicky and I watched it yeah. with a fan sub and I think it's the same word. Okay. But it's used in different contexts. I think like okay. that, like that or something like that. So it can be, he can. He, I don't he know. He took it as I Maybe. like you, and she took yes. it. She meant as I love you. Okay. Right, right, right. And you're just like, this man is dumb. <laughs> this man is stupid. And so, what? Oh, girl, what got me again with the Mahjong shit? The sister-in-law comes to their house and says, "I'm divorcing your brother." I said, "Bitch, we just, <laughs> we just were getting somewhere." And, like, there's this moment where they kind of have, like, tension between them. And I'm sitting here, like, I know you're the sister-in-law. I was like, I know your messy ass is not about to come here. (laughs) And and you know what? And I I like the sister-in-law at first. I was like, okay, she's really cute. She's really fun. I can see why he likes her. But she's, like, totally married to your brother. And they're totally in love. And then the reason they want a divorce is because her husband is always... he, He never has, um... He's always matching what she wants to do, right? And so, like, what killed me is when they went to the sauna as a couple, two couples. Mm-hmm. And she started showing him this, like, non-adorable side. Like, she told him that she only married her brother because she thought that their family would never be broken up. Which means she never loved him. And he's just like, do you hate me now? She's like, with a smile on her face, do you hate me now that you see this, like, kind of evil, vindictive, like, even, like side of me he's like no he's kind of like confused and so when the brother and the sister finally get back together it's just like they just keep going around around in circles and then when he finally figures out that he loves her he goes to her and says i want a divorce i said i'm going to knock (laughs) this man through the computer somehow i have to at that moment no, for real. Like, get this man out of my face because I'm not. 
<laughs> this is not even funny. Kim, say something else. Don't simply right. say the statement and provide no details. Like he, I don't know. He has no. He has very low emotional <laughs> communication skills. And I was like, maybe I don't want to marry a himbo. Maybe <laughs> I don't. Cause like the frustration. First of all, I it, I was also very pissed off because Vicky released the day after I finished this drama. Oh, we're bringing this to Vicky after I sat there and downloaded each episode, downloaded all the subtitle tracks, <laughs> like. I was so upset. So, like, I was so invested. Y'all, I did all that work. And they didn't get together to the very motherfucking last episode. So, <laughs> if you aren't... I know, like, a lot of us who watch Asian dramas, we like the fact that some of them... Well, I guess it depends on what country. Because in China, they can move really fast. And K-dramas, they sometimes move ridiculously slow, especially 16 episodes. But Japan, baby, they're not going to give you your OTP to the last five minutes of the last episode. So, like, this is not for the week. This ain't for the week. (laughs) You'll get through this show real quick, but they're not going to be together until the very end. Oh, we're not about to reward you for watching 10 hours worth of TV. (laughs) We're not going to give you, we're going to give you semi-cute moments. We're going to make sure you're frustrated as fuck. Except except for Love Phantom. They they were together episode one. Oh, God. (laughs) Nah, she said... This man on the roof, she pulls him down. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I thought you were going to jump. He kisses her. <laughs> Did I watch Love Phantom? And here's the thing. I like Love Phantom. Oh, oh I finished this. That one Girl. killed me. I was oh, like, no, I no, dropped no. it. I dropped it. I got past like two episodes and I said, I can't do this no more. Oh, girl, you have to. I finished the whole thing. I honestly loved it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with it. Episode three, we moving in? Cool. <laughs> Bruh. Let's also talk about some of the weird, weirder ones we've watched or finished. I highly recommend um, Shanae Marriage Honey. It's I'm a I'm a marriage track I'm a marriage contract kind of girl. It's seven episodes. It's twenty five minutes an episode. It's so they just be pissing me off with twenty five minutes, but it's so good because it's like real grown and kind of sexy, and they are so pretty to fucking look at. But uh, yeah, so that's another one I recommend. They basically get on an app and be like, "I'm looking for a husband. I'm looking for a wife. Let's do this shit." <laughs> Move in together, meet each other's parents, just this kind of back and forth, cute flirting and shit. They're adorable when they do finally get together, though. I will say that they gave us like a whole episode of them kind of together. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they did it for the girlies. They did it for the girlies. Please explain to me what else happened in Love Phantom because I was. Um, okay. I told you. She was like, oh my God, don't jump. He was like, why would you think I'm going to jump? He kisses her. Um, right. I remember that part. Yeah, they get to that part. Um, he goes to her house. Um, at this point, they're not really together, but they're always making out. Um, and her landlord's like, "Oh my god, your boyfriend is here. Okay, then you can just move in, move it, move in with him because I'm selling this place." So she moves <laughs> in with him. <laughs> Episode two. Um, it's constant like hiding their relationship at work. Um, she let me see. Is there? And then you know, there's a second lead, but she there's this man has no chance. She not even looking at him. Okay, because let me tell you, they did it twice at their job, multiple uh-huh. times at their house. I was over here like, oh my god, they just, no, they're just not stopping. And she was having fun. I was like, okay, it was so funny. She was like, 
he um, went to her house because she invited him over and she was like, oh, I'm just, I'm just inviting you in. Um, I'm just inviting you in for some, for some tea. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bite you. And he was like, that, okay. He was like, I, I was gonna say that, but okay. And then he gets to her house and she's like, I know I said I wouldn't bite you, but can I kiss you? And I was like, you know what? Go for it, girl. I was like, okay. okay. Because it's not like, I don't, I like it when like the female lead is more assertive and she's not being like mm-hmm. coy or shy, which she was during the show, but there are moments where she would take the lead. So I really like that. Mm-hmm. There's this one called um, Choosing Spouse by Lottery. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is eight episodes, forty-four minutes an episode, and it's like because the birth rate is low, the Japanese government impl- implements a new policy that requires men and women between twenty-five and thirty-nine to go on plan blind dates, and you can say no every two times, and but if you say no the third time, you have to serve two years of anti-terrorism activities in a support team, Girl, and so what? <laughs> what? Oh my god it's like a comment it's like a commentary on the low birth rate in japan yeah it's not really um a rom-com or whatever but you kind of get to meet these different characters and how they're dealing with this new law my favorite is the reporter girl who says that and because they have to they have to put a requirement for their blind date and so a lot of people make their requirement really hard so they don't get on blind dates and her requirement was that was that he had to be from a long line of criminals, a family, a family of criminals. And if he wasn't, she wasn't going on dates. I said that was the smartest shit. I would have never oh. thought of that. Oh yeah, I was about to say that. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do her. So yeah, it's a really interesting commentary that I thought. Like I wanted it to be more rom com, but I understand what the message was trying to do because yeah. like they even like end up writing a petition to get the policy removed. Because so many people like okay, like the main the the petition politician who was the main person who got this policy instated, her daughter mm-hmm. ends up being gay. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you're forcing all these people to get married, but you don't know anything about their sexual identities and things like that. And so it it was like it's very kind of moving more than it is a rom com or brain rot fodder. So I thought that was really okay. interesting. Okay. How many episodes? You finish it? it's like eight. Okay. It's on Vicky. It's definitely on Vicky. And then there was that other one that you finished that I completely forgot about, which I don't even know if I finished it. The one where she moves into his house and he couldn't get it up until he met her. Oh, girl. I didn't even finish it. I couldn't. Oh, God. It was just just a little bit too much for me. Yeah, Yeah. It was. It was like, that's when I say avoid. What was the title of that one? Yeah, it's like ka 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 ka. Like, that's the long. It's a really weird title. Like, I don't, and I've never seen a translation for it, so I don't know what it would be. Yes. But it's on Vicky. I don't recommend that one because they tried to make this kind of manipulative, um, this manipulative relationship look cute. I don't remember that one. One that I do recommend for our people who love a little bit of, um, BL, uh, Cherry Magic. I've watched it twice. It's so good. It's so cute. It's 12 episodes, 24 minutes episodes. It's on Crunchyroll for free. It's about a guy who basically says, um, well, it says, while still a vert agent at 30, Adachi Kiyoshi gains a magical power, the ability to read other people's minds by touching them. At first, he's overwhelmed by his dual ability, and it's not proving to be helpful at all. But that all changes when he accidentally touches 
uh, Kurosawa Yuchi, who he learns has romantic feelings for him. And so you're watching this guy who's never been in a relationship, like, touch his co-worker, his fine co-worker that everybody thinks is fine and cute and all the girls love. And this guy's like, oh my god, he's so cute today. And I'm sitting there dying on the inside because this man is like, what the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> you're just like, he's like, there's no way he's talking about me. And every time he bumps into him, this guy is thinking about him. And I'm like, this is the cutest shit in the world. It's 12 episodes. It's 24 minutes episode. I highly recommend it. And I think we're getting a fucking movie, bitch. I cannot wait. It is so motherfucking cute. Do you hear me? Oh, the movie came out already. Oh, no, it didn't. It's it did. Um, no, it's on Crunchyroll, though. But you can find it. It'll, it'll, it's, it's out there. Um, but yes. Yes, 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 yes. It's so adorable. And both of the men are very fine. And this is one of the ones, well, hmm. I guess they were trying to make him look like a virgin. So his hair is in his face, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it wasn't filmed in 2020. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Their outfits out of out of the office are very plain and boring, but I'm like, I guess it's just men. I don't know. But um it's so cute. But yeah, I feel like Japanese Japanese dramas are like this very weird matrix <laughs> in the void. And I would just like, I think we should just all push. People in Japan too, just push for better quality. Even on a budget. Even on a budget. You can get better quality even on a budget. But yeah, I it's I don't know if I'm going to add that one. If I'm going to add only just married to Brain Rod Fodder because baby, mm-hmm. I was invested. And Brain Rod Fodder was able to turn your brain off. And oh, yeah. also, if you like these brain rot fodder conversations, maybe we'll start a series where we talk about our favorites from each country or whatever. Um, but yeah, I have to, we just have to talk about it. If you know more about Japanese dramas and the Japanese, like the Japanese cinematic universe, um, <laughs> the Japanese like filming industry, please hit us up on Twitter. Um, let us know what the deal is. Um, I don't want the excuses because it's not for Western exploitation. Yeah. That isn't. That's not an excuse. Most comments that's... on Reddit, I was just like, that seems because I, f- I'm like Japanese dramas are probably really popular in Asia too. I was like, I don't like right. the way those are being worded. Yeah. So if you have a better um, answer to that question, please do hit us up. Also, tell us your favorite oh. Japanese dramas. What are, did we miss? Any brain rot good Japanese drama ones? I know. I know all of them aren't, you know, on Mickey. So, you know, drop the tea. Give us the tea. Um, I know I have some mutuals who are really into J-dramas. Hit, hit a girl up. Let a sister know. Um, but we're closing out Women's History Month with a special. So make sure you are subscribed to those notifications. Um, also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. It's so easy. You can leave it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really does... Um, let us know how the podcast is doing and what you guys think of our content and what other people let other people know that we 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 do good over here right we're over 100 episodes and so you know it's always nice to get a little bit of feedback if you don't want to write a comment um but also don't forget to hit us up on twitter commented or tiktok i comment a podcast but until next time i'm tori i'm Marin. bye-bye bye